Today's Tess. In Yavama, says we learned from four Shlema, four Lozer, Ben Ruma, and Yosef Asriel, Ben Chai Michal. We start from the two dots where we left off yesterday, almost half the way, halfway down on the page. That's what the Mishnah said at the end, that once the Yavama marries her, again, in our case, Shimon marries Leah, she's his wife in all respects. But her ksuba is paid by her original deal that she made with Ruben when she got married. So what do you mean he's, she's like his wife and all that? What do you mean she's his wife? Of course, she says he married her. What does that mean? That if he, if he decides to divorce her now, she's his wife in all respects, and he divorces her with a get, and not, and not with a chalitza, and he can even take her back. If he's not a Kohen, he can marry her again. If he's not, if he's not a Kohen and she didn't marry anybody else in between, so we say that he divorces her and he could take her back. In other words, she's a regular wife. So why what? Why shouldn't he be able to? He Let's see why. Why not? That, that's right. Now she's his wife. Why not? We'll see. Megar should beget. Why isn't that cheat? Is an obvious divorces her. He's his wife now. Of course, if you divorce, the only way to get divorced is where they get cheat. That's I think all the pasuk says v'lachalo liisha v'yibma. <coughs> he will always be defined as a Yavam. He's never going to be defined as a regular husband. He's the Yibma. He will perform Yibam. He's always a Yavam. Amr That's what Hashem said. He's still considered a Yavam, meaning he's still considered a Yavam. Yes, he's fulfilled the mitzvah, but he's a Yavam. And the Chalitza end to get low. Still, if he divorces her now, he's a Yavam. Whether he gave her Chalitza before, whether he gives her Chalitza before they get married, he shouldn't marry her anymore. But if he, even if he gave Yibum, you might think, oh, we know now, that's how we've mentioned this many times, that once he marries her, she's his full wife. But this is the point. We might think, no, maybe in this case, there's only Chalitza. Ged is in a normal marriage. This is a marriage that was a leveret marriage, a Yavam. Shimon married his brother's wife. You might think if he decides to divorce her now, he gives her Chalitza, which will take an effect. Kamash no. Bechalitza, uh, and to get low. Kamash that no, that we say, that he gives her a get. Why? Why? How do we learn that? We'll see. Machzira, and he can take her back. Isn't that also? Once he's his wife, man, if regular Israel or a lady divorces his wife and she doesn't marry somebody else in between, he can take her back. Machzira, isn't that obvious? I'm making mitzvah Ramila Rahmana. Hashem told him to do mitzvah Yidim. Of the, he did the mitzvah. Hashta, once he performed the mitzvah, and now he decided he doesn't want her anymore. So now, Hashta <coughs> take him Levi Sesh it reverts back to the original insurvation. When Ruben married Leah, what is she to Shimon? You can't marry your, wife, your brother's wife. If they have children, you can never marry your wife under any circumstances. There's no way you could, that Shimon could ever marry Leah. It's also only in a special circumstance where they died with no children. Then we say there's a form of mitzvah yidim. Okay, you perform the mitzvah yidim. Now you divorced her. You decided you don't want her. Now you want to take her back. Oh, <coughs> let's go back to the original Eishasach. You did the mitzvah. That's done. Right? We said if he if he divorces her the next day, he still performed the mitzvah. Whether they had children, <coughs> excuse me, subsequently or not, they performed the mitzvah. I might think he goes back now to the original Israel. We don't say that. And now we say on both those points, maybe that really should be the case. Maybe he's always considered a Yavam. And if he divorces her, not with a get, it should be with Chalitza. And it's always a Yavam, meaning it, it, she's still also to him as a Shazach, except if you perform the mitzvah. When he did the mitzvah Yibam, then there's no way there's a mitzvah. Pardon? Did the mitzvah twice? No, he can't. The mitzvah is only performed once. The mitzvah is performed by consummating the marriage. That's the mitzvah. Now, he does Yibam once, and that's it. 
divorce her, then there's no mitzvah. There's no mitzvah even anymore. He might he might uh, be in love with her. But pardon? The, right, right. The, the truth is that's the nice idea. The nice idea is that he should perform the yibum and have children, so so to speak, to extend the uh, the name and the life of the deceased. That's the that's the ultimate idea. But that's a, we don't say that if he didn't do that, if they didn't have children afterwards, or he didn't have a son or whatever, that there's no mitzvah. The mitzvah is yibum, consummate the marriage. The long run is you're supposed to do this, right? People are supposed to get married, right? To have children. If they couldn't have children for whatever reason, not their fault, they didn't get that mitzvah, but they still got married. They did the right thing here too. They got married. That's what he's supposed to do. So I might think now, it reverts back. Once he performed the mitzvah, the mitzvah's over. You want to marry her again? No, now she's aged <laughs> Maybe those things should be usher. Maybe he should, if he divorced her now, it should need chalitza because he's still called the Yavam. And maybe he shouldn't be allowed to take her back, take her back because there's still an Yisrovacious Ach there, except when he performed the mitzvah of Yibam and he stayed with her. Um, recall the apostle says, the Isha. Could have just said, the Yibma. Why say, Isha? She's a regular wife now. That your regular wife in all aspects. If you want to divorce her, divorce, like any other wife that you divorce, you give her a get. And if you want to take her back, you could take her back like anybody else. The Yisra falls away. There's no more Yisra once he performs the Even Shalakha, once he took her, my time. Why does the Ksuba have to come from the original husband's assets? Because Shimon never agreed to this. What happened? Shimon was a poor soul over here. His brother was married to the Leah, and he died with no children. So Torah says, you know what the right thing is? You should perform Yibam. Well, I got to pay for this too. <laughs> I got He agreed to a sum of $100,000. You know, I didn't agree to that. Okay, that's not his fault. So the exhibit should come from his original assets. Now, the truth is, who's going to get those assets? We'll see that. That's on tomorrow's stop. Who get? Doesn't he get the assets anyway of Ruben? Doesn't he get those assets anyway? He, huh? No, no, Leia doesn't. This is not common law. She doesn't, she doesn't inherit anything. A wife inherits nothing from her husband. Okay, there's what's written into the exhibit she gets. Uh, okay, yeah, but she'll get, right, she's going to get that eventually, but he has no obligation on that. Meaning, Rashi, Rashi even says, um, uh, he's not, let's say she had a of $100,000. So Shimon's not obligated to use his $100,000 for that. He can spend his money as he wants. Okay, except it will come from, it will come from the estate. You're right, that's what you meant. It comes from the estate of Ruben. It'll eventually come from the estate of Ruben, meaning, he has to, uh, we're going to say that Shimon is the heir of Ruvain, whether it's uh, the father Yaakov, but whatever, let's assume that it's, it's Ruvain's, it belongs to Shimon now, so he has to pay the ksuba from those assets. Let's say Ruvain didn't leave enough assets to pay the ksuba for whatever reason, he lost all his money in the stock market before he died. Maybe that's why he died. So, so they made a takana that even if, if he didn't have it from the person, that the Rabbanan said he should pay the ksuba from, from Shimon, even though he didn't obligate himself. So that he should think twice before divorcing. There's a machlokas, if it's the raisa, the, the Torah said you have to give a woman ksuba, it's the right thing to do. If it's the Rabbanan, which was usually the accepted uh, idea, why is there a ksuba? So the person should uh, feel an obligation to his wife that he should think twice before divorcing her, it's going to cost him a pretty penny, you know, and divorce, so he'll think twice about divorcing her. So the same thing here. Pardon? He writes a new one also? Uh, 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 good. No, he doesn't have to write a new one. He doesn't have to write a new one. 
presumably if the first one's for a million dollars and he doesn't have that kind of money and Ruben doesn't have it, so presumably he'd have to give her a probably the minimal one. Doug Moore doesn't discuss that here. It's a good point. Right. In other words, basically he has that obligation. If the, if, if the first guy left the money, if the first guy left the money, if the first guy didn't leave the money, he should have a ksuba, but not necessarily a ksuba to the extent that uh, Reuben had promised her. He pays the first ksuba yeah. from the state. Oh, then he doesn't then, have to, he doesn't have another ksuba. No. No, no, he, no, he doesn't have to write a ksuba. You go with the first ksuba. He doesn't have to write a new ksuba. There's also a shallow where the ksuba has to be written or not. There's an obligation, even if ksuba, there, there are locales we had in ksubas where they don't write a ksuba because then uh, she might collect it twice and all that. So the idea basically is no, the ksuba is on the first husband. The ksuba is Ruvain's obligation. If, and, and he should, that money that he left that, that uh, Shimon inherits should come from there. But if there's not enough money to cover it or he has left no money, then uh, he has to give her some minimal ksuba, the minimal amount. Does he pay the No, only, 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 only if they get divorced or not. Ksuba is only paid upon death or, or divorce. Except Rashi pointed out the other day, we have it elsewhere that um, that if she dies, um, if she dies, uh, he could have to might have to pay for the funeral expenses. That's also part of it, and also the, what they call the ksubas binin dichrun. In other words, that remember we said that there's two kinds of nechassim that she brings into the marriage. One that's not written into the ksuba that he can play with nechassim. We discussed that yesterday. That uh, she and if if she had nechassim that she had before she got married, or even if they felt her after she got married, an unexpected uh, inheritance came down. He can use that money while they're married and assets, whatever, but he's not responsible for them. But at the end, um, when they get divorced or widowed, that stuff goes back. Or if she dies, if she dies, possibly, depends what her situation is. If she's still married to him, the husband inherits everything. And the same thing with the ksuba. He might give promise her a million dollars, but it's only if they get divorced or he dies. But if she dies, not necessarily so, except for this, I think called Ksubas bin different, except for the sons. For example, let's say she has, they write this into the Ksuba, let's say a father-in-law, the, the girl's father getting married. And he says, uh, the husband says, you know, he went to Lakewood and he wants a million dollars. And, you know, he wants, uh, wants a lot of money. So the father-in-law might say, listen, I'll give you the million dollars. I'll put it into the Ksuba. But if God forbid she dies, uh, you're not walking off with the money. Understand that that's that's basically what happens in a regular ksuba. If she dies, he doesn't have to pay. He inherits her. He inherits everything. Right? If she dies, if she dies and she's not married to him anymore, then her kids get it or her father gets it. We discussed that the other day. But um, there's a thing called ksuba. So he says, "Listen, what do you think? I'm giving you." The father-in-law says he's giving a million dollars, right? And uh, as a nodin, uh, you know, in the dowry, and uh, but he can write into the ksuba that if she dies. He doesn't want the father-in-law doesn't want the husband to take the money and give it to his other kids from his other wife, you know. So that part can be accepted, but basically the ksuba it doesn't have to be paid if uh, if she dies. Okay, mitzvah begadol The mitzvah if there are several brothers, Shim, let's call it Shimon Levi and Yehuda for the sake of argument. There's three brothers, right? The older brother Reuben died, left her brother Shimon Levi and Yehuda. Now it doesn't mean the bechor. It says hoya bechor that we had that before. It doesn't mean literally. It means the oldest brother. So the mitzvah is in the older brother, Niam. Lo ratzah, if he doesn't want to, mahalchan al-kalachi, ask the other brothers, go down the list. Lo ratzah, nobody wants it. Chosen, it's a go. They tell the older one, they go, nobody else wants it. They go back to the older brother. 
You've got the mitzvah. Okay. Listen, listen. We got a young kid brother. He's eight years old. Wait till he grows up. Let him do it. Right? We don't want to do it. Let him do it. Uh, or or they tell, uh, we got it. We got a brother there. There's an older brother, but he's uh, in the States now on business. Right? So what do you do? They say, listen, marry a that there's one of the brothers as a cherish or a shota. We don't listen to any stories. You got to either give her, either give her chalitza or yibam, whoever is there now. In other words, if somebody's available now to do it, as we'll see, the Gemara will explain. You don't delay it. You don't leave a mitzvah. You have a mitzvah to do it. You do it right now. You don't delay. So therefore, if the older brother does it and he wants to do it, that's fine. If the other brother, if he doesn't want to do it, one of the other brothers who is there will do it. So he can do it. If the other. If nobody wants to do it, you go back to the other brother. But you don't listen to excuses. Wait a while. We got another brother who's growing up. We got a brother overseas, etc. Nothing more gets into this question. Itmar, what is of its choice? Be as cotton, Bechilis is We don't mean a cotton as a child here under 12 years old. In the Mishnah, we said we have a, a cotton who's eight years old. Wait till he gets older because you can't do Chalitza. Chalitza cannot be formed until he's bar mitzvah. We'll talk about Yibum. Because even if a person, a kid could have a bia when he's a nine or 10 years old, Igmar will discuss that later on. But chalitzi certainly can't do. But here we're talking when he's a cotton. Here we're talking bia's cotton, we mean the younger brother. We don't mean the one who's not bar mitzvah. No, there's a, cho- there's a choice like this. Are you better off with, let's say, let's say uh, Shimon and uh, Levi. Let's say there's two brothers only, okay? Two surviving brothers, Shimon and Levi. Shimon is 20 and uh, Levi is 15. So what's better? Uh, if, if the 15-year-old wants to do Yibam or the Chalitza of the Godel, which one is better? Which one is preferable? Better to do Bia because Bia is the, the preferable mitzvah to do Yibam. At least in those days it was. Better to do Chalitza of the older one. Better that the older brother, again, from the word HaBachor, we learned out that the older brother has preference in this. Whatever the older brother will do is better, even if he does Chalitza. The one who says that it's better to have the 15-year-old do uh, Bia the mitzvah even the preferable mitzvahs to even man dar mechalitza gadol chalitza gadol adif the one who says better do chalitza with an older brother the makom gadol bias gadol lavkum in the place where there's a gadol the bia becomes on in other words we're talking about as a 20 year old doesn't want to do bia he wants to do chalitza and the 15 year old says I'll do the bia I'll do it you know I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do the yibam I'll I'll marry her I'll do which one is preferable so the one who says yibam is better to do with the 15 year old because we prefer to do mitzvahs even the one who says chalitza gadol because in the, with the, prefer, the, the more preferential thing is for the older brother to do something. Is it better to perform yibum, even if it's a younger brother, or, or better to do chalitza with the older brother, because the older brother is the, prefer, is the preferable one who's supposed to act. Tanan, so let's try to bring a proof from our Mishnah. Mishnah says, Lo rots, if the older brother doesn't want to do it, machsi, and you go after, you ask the other brothers, my love, lo rots, liyab. what does that mean? He didn't want to do yibum. Allah, let's presume that means, the older brother wants to do chalitza, he doesn't want to do yibim. And the Mishnah seems to say, if he doesn't want to do yibim, he only wants to do chalitza, you ask the other brothers. You go to the other brothers. So you see over here, that's what apparently the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, the older brother doesn't want to, you ask the other brothers. We assume that means the older brother doesn't want to do yibim, and he wants to do chalitza. If he only wants to do chalitza, let's ask the other brothers. That shows you that the uh, of a younger brother is better. It's low. It doesn't mean that. It means he doesn't want to do anything. He wants no part of this. <laughs> the older brother, they go to the older brother and says, I don't want to do even more chalitza. Ask them. I don't want to do anything. That's what he says. So if that's the case, 
So he says, the older brother doesn't want to do anything. Then they go to the other brothers and they also don't want to do anything. The Kabbalistic so it means by the other brothers also, lo because you're assuming lo means the same for both. So why do they have to go to the Why do they go back to the Godel to force him? If nobody wants to do Yibam or Chalitza, I understand the older brother wants to do Yibam fine. He said, if the older brothers don't do anything, you go to the other brothers. The other brothers don't want anything. When you get to the last brother, just tell him you got to do Chalitza. Why do you have to go back to the older brother? And it's just keeping the mitzvah a lady day. Since the mitzvah is really on the older brother, it's on him. We force the older one. So it could be that's what the Mishnah means. It could be the Mishnah says when he says low it doesn't mean he didn't want to do Yibum, but rather Chalitza, which indicates that you'd rather do Yibum of a younger brother because you then go to the younger brothers. Yeah, go to the younger brothers, and that proves that no, low means he didn't want to do anything. Nobody wanted to do anything. They were all like, I don't want to have any part of this mitzvah. I don't want to eat more chalitza. Then we go to the older brother and we tell him, listen, you need to do eat more chalitza. All right, so you can't prove from there. What about this part of the mission? If they said, listen, wait, we got an eight-year-old brother. Wait till he grows up. We don't listen. Why? If none of the brothers want to do yibam, right? If 20-year-old and the 15-year-old don't want to do yibam, but there's a younger brother, let's wait till he grows up. Maybe he'll do it. Why not? If B.S. Cotton is better, wait till he grows up. Ninter, wait, wait. Dilmagano, maybe he'll, when he gets bar mitzvah, miyabim, he'll do yibim. Ul tamech, says the Gemara, tamech. Also, you wait for a Godel to make him. Ain't shom, you know, listen, am I, ninter, why don't you wait there too? When you say, you have, they have an older brother. The oldest brother, in fact, is overseas. Why don't you wait there till Dilmasi, umiyabim is the gear. So maybe he'll come to make yibim. Why don't you then? El akoshi mitzvah We don't delay mitzvahs. If you have a mitzvah in front of you, mitzvah biyadcha al tachmitzena. Shehuya mitzvah lo mashininan. We don't delay mitzvah. So the reason over there we don't wait is not necessarily because uh, because that proves that um, uh, that the bee of a cotton is not good. Why don't we wait? The reason we don't wait, it could be the bee of a cotton is preferable. could be that the 15-year-old's bee is better than the 20-year-old's chalitza. But the reason we don't wait there is because you don't push off a mitzvah. You have a mitzvah to do the yibmar chalitza. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sometimes the Torah gives them, and we have, we have, um, being a Jew, uh, incurs uh, obligations too. We have to buy tefillin, we have to buy lulav, we have to buy pesach. You know what pesach costs? Maos chitin, you know, and there's a lot of business that we have to do. Also, he might. He might be encouraged because Reuben may have left a lot of money and Shimon gets that money. So we don't know. Well, yeah, but that's, that's a yeah. situation could incur responsibilities. And the Torah <clears throat> gives us those responsibilities. You know, it's a great mitzvah to do Yibam when they did it. I tell you, until modern times, in some Sephardic communities, they actually did Yibam. Okay, so that's one way we had the question what's better, the Chalitz of a Gadol of the 20 year old or the B of a 15 year old? It's on me. Some say we're in Ahmed Bay's now. Everybody agrees that if, if one of the brothers wants to do Yibam, even if he's a younger brother, he's 15, and his older brother, the 20-year-old, wants to do Chalitza, we let the younger brother do Yibam. That's preferable. Keep the machlokas between these two of Yochan and Shuman Levi is Bechalitza's cotton. Keep pleading Bechalitza's cotton. Chalitza's cotton, Bechalitza's cotton. Let's say there's a choice. Again, cotton here does not mean under Bar Mitzvah. We mean a young, the 15-year-old. If there's a choice of the 20-year-old doing Chalitza or the 15-year-old doing this, is there a difference between them? Should you is one preferable over the other? So please, Rabbi Yochanan Shimon Levi, Chadamar Chalitz is Gadol. Even better do the Gadol, right? The Chadamar Kedar. It just doesn't make any difference. 
Nobody's going to say that the 50-year-old chalitza is better than, more preferable than the 20-year-old. But the question doesn't make any difference. If you're going to chalitza, let either one do it. Manda machlitz is gadol for the one who says it's better for the twenty-year-old to do it. The mitzvah is for the older one to act one way or another. The idach, the other one will say, "Kim the mitzvah gadol." Where do you say mitzvah gadol in yibum? If one was going to do yibum, the preference was yibum. Avalin chalitza, if they're going to do chalitza and kick her out anyway, doesn't make any difference. Kadarina, that's the question. Tanan, so let's read proof again from our Mishnah. If they didn't want to do it, presumably they didn't want to do yibum, but rather do chalitza. Chotzer eitzel gadol. You go back to the gadol. My love, presumably it means none of them wanted to do chalitza. We go back and have the older one do it. Why go back to the older one? If it doesn't make any difference, just do whichever one you're, you're talking to right now. Again, like we said before, the Mishnah could be speaking more where they didn't want to do anything. The Kavasa got the Gadol. Nobody wanted to do anything. So they go back to the Gadol. So he doesn't want to do anything else. Why do you go back to him? Why do you go back to force him? Force whoever you're at right now. Elamai must be, right? Must be because uh, it's preferable for the older one to do. There's no keeping the mitzvah. Since the main mitzvah is on him, we force him. But you can't prove any, you can't prove over, over here which one is preferable. The mitzvah is on him, so we go to him. Uh, but uh, but if it's a choice of the two, we we if nobody wants to do anything, we force him. But let's say the younger one wants to do chalitza, and the other the older one is not so anxious to do it, so we let the younger one do it. We don't tell, we don't say uh, the older one has to do it. If nobody wants to do anything, and we have to force somebody, we'll force the older one. But if no, but if the uh, younger one was anxious to do chalitza, and the older one was not, didn't want to do anything, maybe. Uh, Maybe we would talk and let the younger one do it. Can't prove from there. Toshma again, a proof from the end of the Mishnah. Tell Let's say they said, we have an older brother in Chutzla, and she opened Ain't Shomelo, we don't listen to them. Bisak, that the Chalitz is Gadol. Even if you say the Chalitz of a Gadol is better than the Chalitz of a Katan, Amayin Shomelo, the older brother's overseas. If you say, you know, if there's a choice of Chalitz of the younger one or Chalitz of the older one, you go to the older one. Right, so why don't you? If you say you go to the older one, why don't you wait for him to come for chutzvisa? Chalitza, So the Gemara will tamech bekat not shiagil ain't shomelo. Why don't you listen to him? My ninter, why don't you wait? Don't go on the avam. Why? Eloi, call she mitzvah l'shim. Like we said before, you don't wait to do mitzvah, so you can't prove anything. When they said wait for the younger kid to grow up or wait for the older brother to come back from chutzlarts, there it's because you don't delay mitzvahs. But again, we can't prove our question if there's a choice. What's preferable? A 20-year-old doing chalitza or a 15-year-old doing chalitza? One says the older one should do it. So if it's a choice of to give it to the older one, the other one says, no, there's no difference. They, so they for, that's what we just said. We force the older one to do it. They go back. That's the mission. You go back to the older one, they force it. She's, well, she'd be an aguna until such time. Yeah, that's what we discussed. It. There are cases today. Uh, there are cases today. There are cases where you do chalitza. People are aware of cases, uh, people in families, whatever, chalitza. And there are cases where uh, there was a case in Israel years back where, you know, a young couple was here, Chosar Bechuba, 25-year-old. They were both 25, whatever. And the boy died. He got sick and he died. And it was a young Galmana here. And he had a brother in America who was not religious and wanted no part of this. Very complicated. It's like, you know, it's like a man who's not religious, doesn't want to get involved, give a get. She's an aguna. So, okay, it's there in Aguna, she's an Asia Sish. Here, it's only a lab of, uh, of marrying somebody in the Shuk without getting Chalitza, but you have to do Chalitza. It's a complicated uh, problem. Pardon? Remember what they did? No, I don't know what happened. I think they eventually convinced the brother, maybe they paid him off, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, whatever you do. 
Then we learned uh, somewhere else that the they still has a has a uh, co-op to mevatel the they can annul the wedding with, without anybody's permission. Based yeah, but that's only under certain circumstances. But here we have a guy who. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So to to you have a lot of money in your yeshiva, otherwise. Pardon. Only if you have a lot of money in your Rosh Hashiva, otherwise not. That's a me'achacham. Otherwise, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it's complicated. It's complicated. There are cases. There are cases. There was a case up, uh, up north with there was some Iguna with, the, I think, the best in Svas, where they, they annulled the wedding. They annulled the original wedding based on on something, you know, with the, the had she known this, that was where they were married, and he was a recalcitrant uh, husband. And uh, they said, had she known what she was getting into, she would have married him, and therefore it was a mitzvah vitalis. But over here, uh, it's it's hard to annul a marriage when the guy's dead. You know, the, the Reuben's dead. It's very hard to say. You know, uh, you know, it's it's complicated. It's very sad. We had a case where they had Yeah. Rumi, you know that uh, you know the Fetter's uh, wife. Uh, you remember, uh, uh, you know, Uncle Volvi had to do chalitza on her. You remember that, or you you were too young? <laughs> I, remember, I remember when you wrote it up. Oh, you don't remember? You, I remember you, you 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 wrote it up in the in the in the in your weekly thing, and you said that the story, you had the whole story there. Yeah, we didn't yeah, know. I remember he flew it. It was Mimasura. Mimasura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to do it. Pepe had a great yeah. uncle and um, lived in Svas. In uh, in Bnei Barak. Bnei Barak. and he was um, a tzaddik, and he had survived from Romania. He had survived Auschwitz. He lost his wife and children in Auschwitz. They were all killed. And he was married a second time here, and then a third time. And he unfortunately he died with no children. And this was in 1995. I remember. I think it was 95 or 96 that he died. We used to visit him all the time in Bnei Brak, and uh, he was like 90 or in his 90s, and he left the 85 year old wife with no children. She had no children from uh, earlier or after she, she never had any children. He didn't, and he died with no children. His children died in Auschwitz. And um, he had a younger brother in America, who's all since gone, he's gone now too. He had a younger brother in America who had a from guy, they were all from, and he had to come and give her chalitza. And I remember discussing it with Rav Dor because you have to be freed, even though technically she wasn't gonna get married. It wasn't like a 25 year old girl wants to remarry and she needs Chalitza to, to free her. This woman wasn't going to get married again. She was 85 or whatever. And it wasn't a question of that, but she has to be freed for the Neshamets. There's an Inyat that he had to give, he came to this one and gave her Chalitza. Tanan Hossam. We learn over here in, in Bechorus as follows. Mitzvah Yibam Kodem from Mitzvah Chalitza. It's preferable to do Yibam over Chalitza. But Rishonah, that was at the beginning. He did it in kind of Mitzvah Yibam. Hashem said to give us to do a Mitzvah. If your brother died, we know children, marry his wife. Now that they have carnal intentions or other intentions, whatever, not better to do chalitza, not even, which is what Ashkenazim do today. But we don't force them. If they both want to get married, we allow them. If either one doesn't want to get married, of course he could do chalitza. If she doesn't like him, he wants to get married to her and she doesn't like him. She's allowed to veto it. We have the Gemara before. We mentioned it before. We have it again. It says, Lo Sachsom, right? We don't muzzle her. Let's say she says, I can't take him. The Gemara is going to give a case of Gemara in Subas. There's a story inside him where she was married to a tanner. Tanners stink. You know, they come home, they smell. He died, no children. His brother was also a tanner. They said, listen, you're used to it already. She says, no, my husband I could take. I can't take another one. And, and uh, they forced him to do chalitza. 
they they uh, pay him pay him off what's necessary whatever's necessary try to convince him or pay him off like Rashi says you pay him off if you have to pay him off you pay him off but but if they, but if they both want to get married ain't Kofin that's what Rav says Kiosla come to Rav when they came before Rav Amr Lahu when people would come before Rav he would tell them Ibas Chalutz Ibasim do whatever you want but the Dach Tarachman it depends on you as the pasuk says Bimlo Yach Basishik you don't want to Ham Chalutz but if you want to Ibay Chalutz Ibay Yam you can do whatever one you pre either Chalutz or Yibum if they both want to get married that's okay but after Rabbi Yudah Sover Ain Kof Rabbi Yudah also I'm going to ask him Rabbi Yudah Begita Chalitza when they gave a Chalit interesting when they gave the Chalitza they gave her a, a a receipt so to speak like we do today if a person gives a get today today when they give a get they immediately tear up the get afterwards so that she shouldn't use it. Uh, it should, it's not healthy for a, a valid get to be to be cir- circulating. You know, she might collect her sub again, it might fall into the wrong hands. They give her a receipt though that proves that she was that she's been divorced so she can get married at some other court. So Rabbi they wrote a get of Chalitza, right? And he wrote in it, this woman, uh, you know, whatever, Plonis Pasplani, Akvas Yaspana brought her Yavam. So the Aspani of them, this guy of them, Kadmana Lebedina before this peasant, Dashmuna, we ascertained the Afud Mesna, right, Me'abinu, and we ascertained that he is indeed a brother of the deceased, and they had the same father, Ba'amrile, and we told him, eat selfishly of him, if you want to make him even, Elo, if not, Itla, extend your right, Gimina, extend your right foot, the Itla, he extended his right foot, the Amina, his right, his right foot. And they, she took off his shoe from his uh, his foot. We'll see later on what kind of a shoe it has to be, a whole issue about that. Uh, and she spit in front of him, in front of his face. It doesn't mean she spit in his face. It means she spit in front of him. Um, spit that can be seen. It also says it doesn't have to be on the ground. But if it, it, it's preferable if it's on the ground, they can see it. But you have to see it in the air. Bar-Avi Messiah, by Bishmaid Ravuda, he says in the name of Ravuda, what they did was they added on. This is this is all oh, speaking of Rav Yudah, the Amora. Uh, he wrote this in the get and he added on the name of Yudah, Bakrinu, and we had them read Madh Sibasefa the Moshe, what's written in the Torah's Moshe, meaning the Psukim over there. It says that uh, if you don't want to locha fatsi lakahta, na'in yavi yavam la yavmi, he doesn't want to be miyavmi. Run through the whole pr- uh, process over there, but you see also in Kofin, if he wants to, you let him, you let him, you let him uh, make a even if they both want to. Ashmeinu, it says we ascertain. What do you mean you ascertain that he was Yavim? Pligibar Ravach of Ravino. Machlokas. What do you mean ascertain? Chadamar beAidim. You need Adam to say that he is indeed the brother. Chadamar Afilu Karav, even a relative Afilu Isha. Anybody's believed. Hilf Segluy must be Amu Afilu Karav Afilu Isha. It's simply something that's going to be known. It's people know if he's really the brother, and therefore it's simply revealing something that would be known anyway. And therefore, anybody's believed to say that he's the brother. Even a woman or a, or a relative is believed to say that he is indeed the brother. And you say Adam over here. What do you mean Adam? How do you prove somebody is the brother from the father's side? You know, it's very hard to prove that. Uh, I, I, uh, the the um, um, the midwife can prove can say yes. These two kids came out of the same womb. Because I uh, I birthed them oh, both, yeah. and I saw them grow up, and I can I can testify. But how can you prove that somebody is? Uh, the answer is it's enough to say they grew up in the same household. We knew they were married, and we knew these kids were born this way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's good enough. That's what you. That's all the Adam can say. And Rashi says Adam should Adam that he's indeed the father. So that's what they do. But he had choice either way. So we said over here, originally when they had a kavana for shem mitzvah, so it was preferable to do yibam. 
Better do even than chalitza. Now that people don't have the right intentions, amru mitzvahs chalitza can also mitzvahs even. So this man is there; they do chalitza before even. Amru b'chomer b'yitzak chazula mitzvahs even can also mitzvahs chalitza. Even though there was a time when they said preferable to do chalitza, they reverted back and they said now preferable to do even. What are the generations getting holier? Are they getting better? <laughs> we know that you know the earlier generations. Maybe they were tzaddikim. We're getting less and less. What do you think now? We're getting better. We were better before. No, the answer is not that he's saying that we're in better times. But rather, Mikarsal, like Avshal, originally yelled like Avshal. Avshal says you shouldn't do yibum at all. In the end, yelled like Rabban, you could do yibum. The Tanya. Abishol, this is the machlok Abishol and Rabban. Abishol, Omer, if you marry your Yavama, the shame noy for beauty, you love her, right? She's beautiful. Or simply here it means Lushamishus means that uh, he wants to be known that he's married. You know, it looks, he looks more, he gets he gets a better aliyah if he's married. You know, it's uh, he looks better the way Lushum Davar for any reasons. Right, they'll give him, a, they'll give, they'll let him be the chasm. Lushum Davar and for any other, it's like he's, uh, it's like he's living with his brother's wife in sin. It's like he's going to be Arab. I think any children came from him as a mamzer because he didn't do the shame yitzvah. That's Abishol's opinion. No. Pasuk says he should live with it. Pasuk didn't say he had to do the shame mitzvah. Even if he didn't, the mitzvah is to take even. Didn't say that he had to do it the right kavana. It's a mitzvah anyway. That's the machlok of and the chacham. So originally he went like a chacham. Then he held like Abishol. Then he went back to the chacham shita. That's what he means. Not that the generations were better. Mantan, who's the author of the following Bryce? A lot of time, Rabbanan, listen to this drasha. It says, Yivam Yivola Mitzvah. It's a mitzvah perform Yivam. Shabbatchilo Hayala Bechlal Heter. Originally, before Ruvay married Leah, could Shimon have married Leah? When they were never married, right? Shimon and Leah were brothers. Uh, Shimon and uh, Reuben were brothers. And Leah was a single girl. Shimon could have married her. Originally, Shabbatchilo, I saw Bechlal Heter. He could have married her. And he didn't have, there was no Yivam. There was no, nobody was married. Nesra, once Reuben married her, she became now Eshesach to Shimon. Now she's Osir. Bechazer Behutra. Now that Reuben died, she's Mutter again. I may think she can go back to his original uh, Heter. And what does that mean, original Heter? He wants to marry her? He doesn't want to marry her. It's a mitzvah to marry her. It's a mitzvah. It's not like you could say, well, originally I had a choice. Shimon says, I could have married Leah if she wanted, if she would agree. Or I could have not. See, now he had a choice before. Now he was also when Reuben was married to her. Now that Reuben died, maybe it's a regular choice again. Mitzvah, Montana. Who is the author of this price? Is it Abishol or is it the Rabbah? So Abishol is Originally, he could have married her or not, right? Before anybody was married. 
If you wanted to marry, you could marry. If you didn't want to marry, you didn't have to marry. There's no law that you have to marry a particular woman if you're out in the street. Nessa, once Reuben married her, she became Asura Shimon, brother's wife. Now that Reuben died, I think go back to original, original heter, if he wants to marry her, yes or no. So the says, what do you mean, how could you say if he wants to, he cannot marry her? She's bonded to him. She's going to go out with nothing. He couldn't go back to his original situation. The Torah says, you know, if he dies, Shimon's supposed to either perform Yibam or Chalitza. I might think, if he wants to, it makes no difference. You have a choice. You want to marry or give a Chalitza, one of the two. There's no preference. The Rabbana will say, no. The mitzvah is to perform Yibam. You have a choice of Yibam or Chalitza. The mitzvah is Yibam. Abishol says, what does Yibam teach me? That it's only L'Shem Mitzvah. If you did a L'Shem Mitzvah, then it's okay. If you didn't lishay mitzvah, it's like you're doing an isravashizach. It's like erva. And, and the kids are almost like mamzeru. Abishal says it's very dangerous to do yibam because if you didn't have the right intention, this is very, very bad. Rabban say no. Uh, the yibam it's a mitzvah, meaning a mitzvah to do yibam rather than chalitza. All right. So the Gemara now says, okay, you're interpreting this brisa. One says it could be Abishal. One says it could be the Rabbanan. Ema Seifa, the gifts of Ema Seifa. Mitzvah, Techamach, Mikadosh. Matzos, isn't that what we're going to eat tonight? Matzos, Techamach, Mikadosh. They were speaking about a Karban Mincha. Karban Mincha, what is Karban Mincha? It's a flower offering. Almost all the Karban Minchas have to be, almost all, uh, part of the Toda is uh, Chometz, and the Anshuas, uh, the Mishteh Alechem is Chometz, but almost all other Menachas have to be Lechem, the Lechem upon them, the 12 loaves, that's Matzah. They might be thick and all that and in the form of a box and all that, but those are matzah. So it says, it, it says, what do you do with a, car, a regular carbon mincha? The Kohen takes the kamitza, remember? Like, like that's like the shchita, right? He takes the kamitza and he puts it in the klishares and he takes the, his makabal and klishares, takes it to Allah and he puts it on there. And that's matzah, the rest of the carbon mincha, to be eaten by a by, by Kohen, because the carbon mincha is, is, um, is kachu kachu, only eaten by Kohen, and it's matzah. So it says over there, the Kohanim, after it's matzos, teyachel b'makom kadosh. Mitzvah, they should eat What does that mean? Shebetchilo, Yisrael b'chal heter. Before this flower was ever sanctified, before it became a carbon mincha, it was heter, right? You could, anybody could eat it. The Kohen could eat it. Anybody could eat it. Nesra, once it became a carbon, once it became a carbon, you couldn't eat it. It's a carbon. You have to be makrav. You have to do the kamitza first. Now, once he made the kamitza and he put it on this bath, the rest of the, the rest of the carbon mincha could be eaten. Not a mincha's coin. A mincha's coin is totally burnt. But a mincha of Israel, the coin serves it and puts the kamitza on the mizbech and the rest of its mutter. I might think if he wants to, he can eat, he could go back to his original heter, uh, original heter. No, he's supposed to eat it. Mitzvah, it's a mitzvah to eat it. So Bishlama, again, this is the safer, the same idea. It's a mitzvah. Like you say, Yavamila mitzvah. What's the mitzvah? Bishlama the Rabba, the Rabba, who said it's going like Rabbanan, Dhamma Hamani Rabbani goes like Rabbanan, ha ha kikamar mitzvah, matzvah techamakum kadash mitzvah, what does it mean? Ratza ochelas, ratza ochla, ratza edacha. I have some flour over here. Do that I have to eat it? No. Could have eaten it, could have not eaten it. All right. Nesra, once it became Osir, became Kachim, Chazra, Vahutra. Now it's Mutra again after he did the Kamisi, Yachtach, so the Tabishan, ratza ochla, ratza enacha. If he wants to eat it, he might think it goes back to a surreal thing. But he would warn me, Ratsa ain't ochla. So the Pussy says, Ochlo, Samashakuba, Baham. When the Kohen eat it, Malamashak, Kohenim, Ochlim, Abalamaskapu. The Kohen, actually, the, the, the carbon is finished as soon as he did the Kamitsa and, and was burnt. That's like Shkita Kabbalah Chazrika. But the mitzvah is for the Kohen to eat it so that the Baham get a full Kapara. 
So the, what do you mean he, has, he doesn't have a choice not to eat it? He should eat it, the one who served, the one who did the kamitsa, or another coin can eat it. In other words, him or another one. That's similar to Ratza Miyabam, Ratza Cholates, right? If you do, you have a choice. Once it's originally could have married her, it was Mutter. Right? We said before, then it became Wasser. Once, once Ruben dies, now it's original Hetzer, meaning he has a choice of either doing Yibmer Chalitza. So the Pasuk says, Yibamrela, it's a mitzvah. It's better to do the Yibam. Here also, uh, for here also, the choice is either he could eat it or another coin could eat it. If a coin, if any coin eats it, the bound gets his kapara. That's mitzvah. It's a mitzvah for him to eat it. That's what we mean over here. So according to Rabbanan, the ratio the safe, the ratio is talking about even the safe is talking about the matzos, the matzos of a mincha. So it's the same idea. It's a mitzvah. It's preferable for you to do it. El Rabbi Yitzchak who said what that you can't do it right. You see, if you do it, if you do it, uh, either if you do it, mitzvah, it's also. So it's like this or that. What are the two choices? Rashi says, You can't do it. You can't do it. Because it's not like in the case of Yibam, if you do it, it's like you're breaking a But here, if you ate it, if the coin ate it, did he do a terrible sin? What are you going to say? He can either eat it with an appetite or eat it when he's full, like achilagasa, which is also to eat, you know, tonight, the apikomen. Make sure that you have an appetite when you eat apikomen, otherwise you're not yotzimitz. You can't eat achilagasa, it's not yotzit. Slicha? 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 Okay. Um, so you might think that achilagasa, so you might think maybe that's the choice. What's the choice over here? Either eat it with a mitzvah or eat it without a mitzvah. So what does that mean? So maybe the choice is eating it with the teyavon or you eat it achilagasa. Achilagasa mi shmei achila. Is that called achila? That's not achila at all, right? That's not considered achila. V'amrish lakash ha'och achilagasa miyam kippur potter. If you ate achilagasa, you were full. You were full. You stuffed yourself before yam kippur. And then on the night of yam kippur, you ate some, you ate some more. You just stuffed it in. Uh, you're potiphin lo suuna because you didn't uh, you you didn't avoid affliction that way because achila gas is not achila, so it can't mean that elu rotsa matza ochelas rotsa matza ochla rotsa chametz ochla. Maybe that's what it means. Can you eat it as matza or eat it as chametz? Maybe that would be your choice. That would be the havmina. In other words, what's your havmina over here uh, that that you're going to eat it as as chametz and that's not even that that can't be. But siv lo seyav chametz chelkam. You can't even eat part of it as chametz, meaning that, that certainly can't be. What is the choice over here that you're thinking about? In other words, you're saying, uh, according to according to, um, according to Abishol, that we're talking about if you ate a l'shem mitzvah, yes, and if you ate it, shalom l'shem mitzvah, it's a terrible sin. What terrible thing are you doing over here? If it, if your choice would be achila gasa, that's not even achila. If you're eating as chametz, no mincha could be eaten as carbon chametz. It is just what you can maybe eat it as you would think that maybe you could eat it as matzo or eat it as chalit. Chalit means it's scalded like dumplings. You know, you first scalded the flour and then you baked it. So hai chalit echi dummy. E matzo, if it's matzo, so matzo. What's the chiddish? Of course, then what's, what's so terrible? Be low matzo. And if it's not matzo, mit matzo samrachmana. So it says you have to eat matzo. So why would you think what would be your havamina that you should be able to do this? That the pasa has to say no, it's l'shem mitzvah. It says la'olam matzo, it is matzo. That's why the Pasuk repeated a second time, La'akiv, 
to show you that you can't eat this challah. In other words, according to, according to Abishol, the pshat would be this. Originally, you could eat this flour before it was kadosh. Now that it was kadosh, you can't. Then after you did the kamitza and put it on the mezbeach, you might think you could eat it this way or chasfli it the other way. What's the other way? Canadals. As canadals, as, as <laughs> right. You ate it as, 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 uh, as, as scalded. And even though that's matzah, but the pasuk says, no, matzos teachel b'makom kadosh. It's got to be matzah, only matzah. And therefore, that's the chiddush in that. But as el cholet matzah, if the cholet is matzah, the kaminan, so you say cholet is really matzah. You're saying it is matzah, but the pasuk's telling you you can't. It's got to be real pure matzah, not this kind of matzah. El cholet matzah, the kaminan ma'echsa. So why do you say cholet is matzah? If you can't eat it as a carbon mincha, so what, what is it? What do you, why, in, in what aspect is cholet considered matzah? Lomar to teach me Sha'adam Yotse by Yide Chavasuva Pesach, that your Yotse Chasah. Listen, amazing. We're having this Gemara right here, tonight's Pesach, right? That that uh, that your Yotse, your Yotse, your Chov on Pesach by eating even uh, 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 flour that was first scalded and then baked. Afbi the Cholte, even though you first scalded it, even the Hadrafi, since you baked it after it's Betanur in an oven, you know, less than 18 minutes, Lechamoni Kri, it's called Lechamoni. That's a nice way to end this tomorrow. Tomorrow's daf on the podcast actually starts from the beginning of the daf, so it will be a little review. On Sunday, the first day of Chalamoid, we will start from um, on, on Shabbos's daf, eight lines from the bottom of the page. Mutram, there's a two dots there. We'll start from there before the Mishnah, because that's where the uh, we did the podcast to uh, last time. And we'll start from there. But at the end of the day, we have something about Pesach and we have Abishal's rule, which is what we follow today among Ashkenazim. We don't perform Yibam at all. Today, it's not allowed because we're afraid that you do it Shalom Hashem Mitzvah and the hospitality could have Abishal's concern that it could be car of the children to be Mamzer. Even though they, they went back to Rabbanah. Even though at that time they went back, but today we don't, uh, we don't do that. That was his opinion. Rav Yudah said, Rav Yudah said that, Rav Yudah Sarein Kofen, because he went back there. He went back to his original... Uh, uh, opinion. Who was it who went back there? Um, right. No, not that he went back. No, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't him. It was Rav Merchama Yitzchak says Chazulom It was Rav Yitzchak said that. So Nachman Yitzchak asked him, "Better?" No, he says he went like uh, originally held like a Bashal, He held back. It was like Rabbanu, but today we go like a Bashal. But there were there were Sephardi communities, I think, until recent times that uh, that they did uh, Yibam. I have a good day. Chak kosher b'sameach. Chak kosher b'sameach.